And the disciples, it says in the Gospels, restrict this man from leaving and ask him, come and lodge with us. And so Jesus does. And when they do lodge, they have dinner. They have a meal. And there Jesus Christ breaks bread. And at the breaking of bread, which is His body, which is the Eucharist, their eyes are no longer restrained. But they see who He is, the Christ, the Messiah, their Lord and Savior. And immediately from their presence, He vanishes. And they say to themselves, wasn't our heart burning when He was with us? You see, the Christ with them opened up the Scriptures and allowed them to see Him within the Scriptures and Him and His reality within the body of the Eucharist. But their eyes were restrained, it says in the Gospels, restrained by God Himself. Not because they didn't have the cognitive ability to understand that it was Christ, for if they did, they would have known immediately that it was Christ walking beside them. But their eyes were restrained. They would not have recognized Him no matter what. Why? Because God wanted those disciples to work out their own salvation. They wanted the disciples to see the Christ within the scriptures for themselves. It's not enough if the priest preaches to you. If the priest talks about the word of God in the fellowship, you must go within the word of God and see Christ for yourself. Where is God speaking to me? Where is Jesus Christ in the scriptures? Who am I in relation to my Lord? You must experience Jesus Christ for yourself. Work out your own salvation and tremble in the presence of God. Jesus Christ could have said, hey, it's me. How you guys doing? Guess what? I'm alive. I'm real. And I'm going to ascend to my Father in a few days. Don't be worried. Don't be sad. Don't be disappointed. Everything's going to be okay. Sounds like the health, wealth, and prosperity gospel of our time doesn't it? But Jesus Christ doesn't operate like that. He wants us to be disappointed. He wants us to be in that saddened mood because He doesn't want to sugarcoat anything. He doesn't want to spoon feed us anything. He just doesn't want to give us what we need when we need it. Give us everything that we ask for. You see, then we won't work out our salvation. Then prayer and then fasting. Then searching God and seeking God won't really mean much to us. Because every time we have a problem, every time we have a situation on our hands, Jesus just pops up and He answers it for us. See, what is required in our life are the gray moments, is the disappointing moments. 
It's the moments of sadness. It's the moments of sickness. It's the moments where we ask, Jesus, you're not there. I'm on the road here in my life, walking toward the salvation. I'm going through this situation, but everything seems disconnected. One thing here doesn't seem to match this thing here, and this thing here doesn't seem to match this thing here. My life seems disconnected. It seems a little bit or more so a lot out of place. God wants you to be there. And you might be saying, where is God in that situation? God is restraining your eyes because He wants you to trust Him. He wants your faith to grow. He wants you to be the full potential and the purpose that He has called you to be. He's not going to heal you immediately. He's not going to answer your prayer immediately. He's not going to do what you want to do, when you want to do, when you ask for it, how you want it, because He wants to see a person who's growing in faith and trusting in the Lord. When you have what you want, when you want, you're not going to trust in God. Your faith will never grow. Remember this. If you remember anything from this sermon, the trials of your life, the tribulations of your life, the illness of your life, the sin of your life, those are the moments when Jesus is there, but your eyes are restrained from seeing Him because God wants to move you into a new dimension of faith, of strong faith. Your faith becomes strong in trial, not in the good times, not when everything's okay, but when the tough times come, the tough get going. And when you come from Jerusalem, and when you lodge at that hotel, and you're on that road in your life, Jesus is going to open your eyes one day to see His presence, to see what he's been doing from this situation to this situation to this situation to this situation and liberate you from all your trials, from all your sicknesses, from all your diseases, from all your sins. God is going to deliver each and every single one of you in his precious name. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Indeed, He is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this blessed moment where we are going to experience receiving your body. And at that moment, Lord, when we receive your body and your precious blood, wake us up and take off the scales from our eyes to see you and to realize that you are always walking with us. Yet, O oh Lord, in our trials, in our tribulations, life is hard, life is tough. And sometimes we shed tears wondering where you are. But Lord, we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. For in the scriptures, this is a promise that you give unto us. For we believe and we confess this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.